and we're live. Welcome back to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast with Tolly Talks and Arnold Reasons. And we are back with another one. Tolly, what another you Another one. Come what, on. you, what you mean another one like another let's chop it up? <laughs> you know what? You, you pretty much read my mind, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> you know when that happens, something is about to go down. Because... Literally. Hmm. Have you peeped what it says yet? Um, where am I peeping? Your mind. <laughs> because if, if it's that, then I, I think I have an idea, but I also hope it's wrong because <laughs> you know how I feel about this topic. I know, I know, I know, but we'll keep that one clear for today. Oh. It, it is coming Ooh. soon. It is coming soon. Bless God. But for those who are the first timers to the podcast, from time to time, we like to do something that we call Let's Chop It Up, where we pick out a random Bible verse or the Bible verse of the day on version Holy Bible app. And today, the verse slash verses that we're starting with are Matthew chapter 6, verse 7 to 8. I was going to say, didn't we do Matthew 6, verse 33 last time? I think we actually did. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord is speaking, people. The Honestly. Lord is speaking. But Matthew 6 from verse 7 to 8 says, When you pray, don't babble like the Gentiles, since they imagine they'll be heard for their many words. Don't be like them, because your father knows the things you need before you ask him. What version is that? That is the Charlie Sierra Brava. CSB. CSB. So mine says NKJV. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathens do, for they think they'll be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting stuff. So it seems like we're talking a little bit about prayer. That's unexpected. That was very unexpected. But welcomed. I'm very, I'm very open to that. For sure. So prayer is one of those topics that you kind of can't escape as a Christian. <laughs> mm, mm. No, for real, for real, for real. Um, and I feel like it's one of those things that actually, when you get into it, mm. it's a lot more enjoyable than people think it is. Mm. Um, because I feel like people have these perceptions and these ideas about prayer and i think that's where some of that feeling of i need to get away from it or it's an obligation or Mm. whatever it is i think that's where some of that comes from Mm -hmm. um but i think when you actually think of prayer in terms of just communicating with god communing with him just like you would with your dad or you know with somebody who you love it takes a totally different perspective Mm. it's real it's real and i think i even understand like because i remember it's I think if you, not even I remember, let me not start out in some life situations, <laughs> but I think when you're around any Christian circles, yeah, um, I don't think it takes long before you hear people who pray prayers that sound like, wow, like you really must live in the heavens, like yep, yep. sleep on God's <laughs> chest and all sorts. <laughs> yep. And I think for somebody who is maybe a new Christian or maybe a little bit less experienced that can be something that can be received in an intimidating way Mm. but I think like you're saying prayer is literally just that conversation that we just have with God um, constantly throughout the day I think it's is it first Thessalonians that says pray without season uh, it could be. But the scriptures somewhere in the Bible yeah, says somewhere. Without season. And I think it says it a couple of places too, actually. 
yeah and so just the idea of that ongoing dialogue where because like even for me practically speaking i do have times where i will set aside be it with my family or by myself where it's mm. almost like a okay this is an allotted time of prayer mm. but i think the majority of the time my prayer life is literally like i'm just on a never-ending phone call with god where for real, for in the real. little things i'm in a situation for example where i'll come into the shop i've got a particular situation going on with a customer and i'll just be like god i need your wisdom what should i do mm, mm. um or if i'm in a position where for some reason i feel overwhelmed it's literally lord i need your help mm. and even in work as well like <laughs> <laughs> do you know what most of my prayers are at work <laughs> what are they <laughs> It's like, Lord, this person, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Either you get them or I'm going to get them. You know, no, no, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. But it is that thing of, Lord, this is... Sometimes it's just like, this is hard. Literally. Yeah. Like, I just... This sucks. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it can be just as little as like, in situations like, this really sucks. This yeah. really hurts. Like, so I was in a situation actually um, when I was driving somewhere. Mm. And there have been some, let's say, interesting relationship dynamics that have been happening with certain people. Mm-hmm. And I really just had to pray on my way over. And I was like, Lord, I need you to help me to see something differently. Yeah. Because right now, the way that I feel about this person, I don't think it's good. Mm-hmm. You know, And you'll be amazed about how when I got to where I was going and the conversations that I had, it opened up a whole different level of understanding for me about that person. Mm. And I was like... It was like God was reminding me, like, you prayed about this. You asked me for help. Yeah. But here it is. So it's like, even when stuff sucks, yeah. especially when stuff sucks, like yeah. being honest with God and being like, look, this really sucks. Mm. And there's a verse that I really like where someone has come to Jesus for something. And he says something like, if you have faith, and he says, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Yeah, 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 yeah. And for me, that's a prayer. I'm like, God. I believe and I want to do this, but you need to help me where I can't believe or where I'm struggling. And I, and I think that is that that prayer and that example from scripture is like one of the things that has really liberated me so many mm. times. Just because it's even it's so freeing to know that you can actually approach God with the little that you have and admit yeah. about the lack. Yeah. And so, like, uh, yeah, man. And then he's and and this is the thing is like even like his verse says he he knows the things you need before you ask him, so long before we've even said, I need your help. He already mm. knows it. Like right. he he knows it. He knew it before we knew it. And it's one of those ones where I think God's really wise in the way that He's made us as humans because mm. even this idea of prayer, I in some senses, I feel like it's more for us than it is for god yeah because i was going to ask you right if god knows what we need yeah before we ask then why do we need to ask i i genuinely think it's more for us than it is for him because it number one it takes humility in a situation like at the example we're talking about when you know that you're afraid or you know that you need help or you know that you have mm. some sort of lack it mm. takes a level of humility to admit that rather mm. than to go in in pride and assume yeah i can do it by myself you have to mm. humble yourself to mm. say that there is something that i need which i cannot Mm, supply by myself and i think that cuts across the board with prayer and so Mm. prayer is something that i think i've never thought about this before but i genuinely think prayer teaches us humility Mm. It, it helps us to position ourselves i think rightly in the context of god being our father who we trust and we follow by faith so trusting and knowing that what he says is good and evil is good and evil above what we might assume ourselves 
Like mm. it, it all takes faith. And I think it teaches you humility. It, it helps you practice faith as well, because in order to actually say, hi, I need help. Hi, I need this sort of thing sorted. It, you're, 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 well, hopefully you're expecting some sort of an answer Something, or some yeah. sort of a solution. And so you're having to put your trust in the God who you haven't necessarily seen with your eyes, but you know exists. And you know what? I think that that comes back to that verse where it talks about without faith, it's impossible to please God. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because I feel like that's what God takes pleasure in. Yeah. And not in like a weird way, like, you know, oh, I I need them to need me. Yeah. But it's like God has so much in store for us Mm. and he just loves it when we trust him, Mm. you know, and when we come to him and when we fellowship with him. Mm. You know, and that's what that's where we use our faith because we haven't seen him. Mm. You know, so when we continue to come to him and to fellowship with him in faith, I feel like it really pleases him. Mm. Well, the Bible says it really pleases him. It doesn't matter what I feel like. <laughs> no, it does. It really pleases him. It does. And I think it just helps us to function better because when we gain that humility, it it helps us to I guess even put ourselves in the right context with other people. Because mm you can't it's difficult i'm sure to love somebody or to love other people well if you're full of pride and you don't think that you need anything do you get what i'm saying wow 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 like and i think that's one of the things that prayer really does is that it helps us to humble ourselves before god and then also i think recognize our humanity amongst our peers as well I, i think that's so true and i think that humility is such a big part because it says about how God resists the proud, yes. but he gives grace to the humble. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that when we feel, because for me, it's like, there are so many situations where I'm like, I can't do this. Mm. I don't deserve this. Mm. I'm very aware that like, it's a God thing. Yeah. And I listened to a sermon yeah. and it said that when you feel like you deserve something, mm. you can't get grace. Mm. Because you feel like it's what was owed to you. It's what you deserved. Mm. Come on. But actually, when you understand that, look, I don't deserve this, yeah, yeah. you know, and bruv, when I look at like life, I'm like, nothing that I have, I deserve, <laughs> <laughs> like, for real, right? Because, and it's a hard one because people are like, oh, but you work hard and this, I'm like, I don't care how hard I work. I still don't deserve any of this. Absolutely. You know, like, when does it become enough that I've deserved it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that sermon, it really challenged me because he was saying, like, be careful of, like, when people say, oh, you deserve that. It's yeah, like, do yeah. I, though? Yeah. Do I actually? <laughs> like, no, I don't. Biblically speaking, I deserve death and eternal punishment. No, and I think that's, that's literally, I think what you're saying is even reminding me about the, the bigger picture of the gospel and how we're all held guilty. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death but the gift of God eternal life and so all of our good no matter how many good things we do or have done like it doesn't count for nothing because the true thing that we deserve from the first moment where we fell short was eternal damnation and and he didn't give that to us grace is what he gave us extra breath if I could count all of the sins that I've committed to this very present day I don't want to do you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) But every single day, his grace is abound and he's given us new opportunities, new, um, yeah, new opportunities, new breath and a new chance. And so even whatever we do with those new opportunities and that new chance is still not deserved. It's just a result of his goodness. And it says as well that every good and perfect gift comes from above. Yeah. It's like God is good. So anything that is good has come from above. Yeah. And anything that God has given to us, it's not because we deserve it. Yeah. It's because of his grace and it's because He He's the giver of gifts. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, He yeah. does. Yeah. You know. And 
just trying to put that into perspective for me i feel like it really helps in that place of prayer mm. you know to really humble ourselves you know when we go to god in that thing of i really just understand that you help me you know you you've saved me mm. you love me you know you're good to me and i feel like sometimes people struggle in the pace of prayer because they don't really know what to say yeah yeah you know because firstly like it's quite a concept isn't it like <laughs> you're talking to someone you can't really see you're not it's not like an audible voice that you hear back yeah. you know like some when god speaks back to us often it's within our hearts mm. you know it's it's quite an interesting concept yeah so it can be quite daunting yeah but i feel like when you even just start to think back over your life and what god has done for you even mm. like every day god is doing things that we probably don't even know about mm. you know that we probably go right past but even just starting from that place of thankfulness mm-hmm. um and i really like what the scripture said about it not being like babbling or vain repetitions yeah because I think sometimes we can almost go too far, like, oh, every day I say thank you, God, for my family, for my friends, for my food, and da 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 da. And we're just going into autopilot. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. Think that's where it becomes vain repetitions. Because vain repetitions is stuff that, like, looks good, mm. but it's pretty useless. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. But actually, if you're actually saying, Lord, I thank you for my family, and you're, you know, you're thinking specifics. Yeah. You know, you're actually okay what about my family am i actually thankful for you know what about my work today am i thankful for what about my day-to-day am i thankful for Mm. and actually that's where you move from that kind of vain repetitions Mm. to a real meaningful conversation that you're having with god to Mm. say okay actually i really enjoyed this about today this about today really sucks you know you can actually speak to god about the specifics and maybe that's what it is is that we don't get too specific with god sometimes Mm. that's good so how about we flip this okay and how about we share some examples of times where like i want you to think of an example here i've already got one of mine in case you need some time to think okay but think of an example of a time where you've prayed and mm. it was kind of like one of those situations where it might not be a traditional situation so we're not talking about okay i'm praying for i don't know healing okay like not something a bit less traditional but something that related to your real life and if it's ridiculous let it be ridiculous quote unquote. okay have you got one ready or do you want me to go you first? go you go so i remember when i was in uni i've got two stories both of them were when i was you in uni go well. double 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 so the first time was i was in my second year of uni okay and i had a contract mobile phone contract with ee Okay, you're naming them out there. I'm calling them, literally. Do you know what? (laughs) We might need to bleep that out. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see how the story goes. So so now you know it's a real story. But yeah, shout out to E.E. Still my supplier. Um, (laughs) No ad. They basically... (laughs) (laughs) Sponsor me though. I'm shouting you out. Um, I remember in my second year, basically, I don't even remember how I did it or who I was talking to. But I just remember that I ran up a bill that was like £300. Hey. and at that time that's a lot <laughs> that was enough to take me out <laughs> like <laughs> i was broke broke like there was there was no there was no calvary there was no savior no, no I had credit it, card no, no nothing. nothing like it nothing. was literally that was re- that was ready to write me off on my credit history with with ee um and so i remember like i got on the phone to them and I just started praying. Like I said to them, look, this bill is not something that I expected. It's not something that was due. Da, 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 da. Told my story, whatever my story was. And I intentionally didn't lie. 
But mm. um, I just came from the angle of, look, like, this isn't fair. Like, this is the situation. This is how much I usually use. I don't understand how you've managed to allow this thing to go to 300 pounds. Mm. And so they put me on hold. No, initially they were saying to me, yeah, sorry, the money's owed. Da, 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 da. Then they put me on hold. The moment they put me on hold, I put them on mute. <laughs> I started lifting up bombs, bro. Like I started praying, Father in heaven. I just stand here firm by faith and I declare that this faith this thing will be written off. Da, 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 da. And like literally, and the thing is, like, there's certain times when I pray, I don't pray like that daily, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I know there's certain times and I'll hand I'll put my hands up and I'm shameless about it. There's certain times when I become like a warrior when it comes to prayer. And it's yeah. like, I lose all care of how composed I sound or how much oh, sense my English is making, but yeah. I'm going in like I'm in a war. And yeah. and that was one of those days. And literally I contended and contended. They came back eventually. I don't know if it was the first time or after I continued pushing, but um, eventually they came back and they said, um, as a goodwill gesture, we're going to wipe it. Wow. And in my mind, like my mind was blown at the time because it was like, dude this was literally about to take me out like yeah. <laughs> it was going to yeah, be yeah, beans yeah. and bread for god knows how long for but how long it literally wow. saved me um and i've never forgotten it and it's not one of those ones where to this present day i allow myself to get into those situations and now say oh god did it for oh, me that time I'm so now yeah, i'm gonna yeah. make a, no, no, no. a routine out. no listen i <laughs> you that saved me that time i ain't exactly made a mistake like that ever it, since yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> for real but that that's one of my stories um and then my second one is so I finished my second year of uni, did my placement year, came back and decided to drop out. Right. Um, and it's all because maybe that's another podcast episode. We haven't that's even covered that episode. yet. But no. yeah, that's that was just down to me pursuing the paper and the money making <laughs> opportunities, which didn't turn out too good. So a year after I've dropped out, I made a decision that, you know, I'm going to go back, transfer my credits over to a more local uni and basically finish my final year. So... I managed to sort out getting into the uni placements and all of that kind of stuff was fine. Didn't have to repeat any modules. It was just going to be one year. The problem that came in was funding. Okay. And the reason why is because student finance, um, they have a rule basically that they told me about at the time where they basically give you a grace year on top of whatever your course duration is that they'll fund you for. And the way that it worked out, basically, the uni that I started at, technically the course was four years um, with a, including oh, a placement year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas the uni I was transferring to, it was a three-year course. And so because they had technically funded me for the four the years, three year, yeah, they yeah, basically yeah. said uh -huh. that the way it works out, that <laughs> your time's up. There's no more grace for you, no more funding. So you're going to have to sort it out yourself. Wow. And so I was literally out on, on a mission trip with the church I was a part of at the time to um, a university campus. Okay. And I got the phone call from student finance, basically giving me the bad news. Sorry, we ain't funding you. Round two. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered the faith of EE. E. And so, <laughs> so yeah, literally as I stood there on Queen Mary's campus, um, I... I just, I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. Like they had me on hold, same thing again, put them on mute and I just started just lifting bombs up again. And <laughs> after being put on hold and pushing a few different times, eventually the guy came back and said, don't worry, it's all sorted. You'll be funded. And by this point, like I literally, I think I was due to start lectures maybe the following week or something like that. Wow. And so, yeah, man, 
So those are some, and I think I gave those examples because they're not, they're just real life situations. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. real life situations where I didn't have a formula. I didn't necessarily have 10 things to say in, in a particular order, but it was just, I got real with God and I was honest about the situation and I was just childlike in the way that I communicated with God. And by God's grace, we had two major miracles. <laughs> wow. So yeah, those are two of my stories, bro. And I think it's good to know that in, cause sometimes it feels like we have to go to like a special place, yeah. you know, or do something special, but it actually, it's just like in whatever situation, whatever the moment is, yeah, you can do that. You can engage with God in that way. Yeah. You know, cause my, my prayers are definitely not always like the, that, that gorilla kind of prayer. <laughs> the majority of the time my prayers and the thing is even answered prayers as well so it's not even yeah. like the louder I shout because talk about these verses right yeah, it's not yeah, about yeah. the louder I shout or the more yeah. I repeat myself that I'm going to be heard somehow more by God like yeah. that's not that's not at all something that I would ever say about prayer no 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 but I think equally on the flip side there are certain times when you're so invested in a situation that it causes you to maybe be a bit more animated than you normally are in your conversation. And I think that there's a place to say that that's okay. But that's the thing, right? Is that God knows you, right? Yeah. And it's just like your friends. Like there are some times when you're talking to your friends and you're really animated. Yeah. You know, there's other times when you're talking to your friends and it's just very chilled. Yeah. You know, so it sometimes we try and kind of separate how we interact with God with how we interact with everybody else. Yeah, yeah. You know, but actually it's a lot of the same things. Like I'm respectful to my friends. I honor my friends. Like if I'm talking to my dad, yeah. I don't call him by his first name because yeah. that's not respectful. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's like it's the same thing. Like mm. you just you just have relationship with God in, in a very similar way. Mm. Hear that bro. You got any stories? Mm. So like stories for days. um so i think for me my job is is always one that i like think back on Mm. because i think with yours they were kind of like in the moment like you know you prayed got answered like that's cool yeah you know mine was a bit more kind of is a bit more of a like a longer like longer timeline Yeah. yeah like a slow burner um so I'm Nigerian, and you know what Nigerian people do at New Year's? Crossover service, of course. <laughs> of course, you pray in the New Year. So, I'm sure many other African countries do too, but 100%. I know about Nigerian culture, so Prolific. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And so, there was it was the year that I was going to graduate uni, mm-hmm. um, and every year you go into it and you say, okay, what do I want God to do? in this year for me mm-hmm. you know like what am I believing for mm-hmm. and so I had said about I wanted to have a job before I graduated I'd said I want it to be you know this kind of price this kind of salary range mm-hmm. I want this kind of grad scheme I had it all kind of like listed out in prayer right mm-hmm. and so time goes on and I'm not like praying about this all the time you know like maybe if I remember I'll pray about it but it wasn't like every single day I was no mm-hmm. like I just kind of went about my life. I went to graduate fairs, all that kind of stuff. You know, I did the normal things you would do. Mm. And so I started to apply for different jobs. And the first job I applied for was Sky. 
Mm. Um, and I'd also wanted to apply for TK Maxx because mm. I loved I loved TK Maxx. I, I still love TK Maxx for that yeah. matter. Um, but I lost the business card for TK Maxx and all I had left was the Sky one. Yeah. Um, and then I made my application for Sky and then they rejected me like auto reject, Ooh. like instantly. Yeah. I said, man didn't even look at my application. <laughs> like, <laughs> he just fully rejected me instantly. Yeah. And so I was just bitter. I was angry. And then Sky came back and said, oh, actually, maybe you should apply for this role. And I'm just like, nah. Yeah. You didn't want me? I'm yeah, out. yeah, 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 yeah. But, <laughs> but I really felt like God was like encouraging me to like apply for this role. Okay. And it kept coming back to me, kept coming back to me, kept coming back to me. Yeah. And in the end, I just kept going through. You mm. know, I'd get to the next stage and I'd be like, no, I'm done. But God's like, no, 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 keep going, keep going, keep going, encouraging me through. Mm. And then by the end of the process, I just saw God's hand all over it. Really? All over it, like even to the interviews that I had, the people I met, everything about it. Yeah. Um, and then when I got through all the stages and I got the job, it was literally like everything that I prayed for and yeah. somewhat better. Wow. You know, so just seeing God answer that and just remembering that sometimes when stuff is happening, it's because you prayed for it and you've actually forgotten about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because it was only when I lo I looked down at my offer and I said, this is literally everything, everything that I prayed, I prayed for. for. Yeah. Everything that I prayed for. And I just find that for me, it's like even from years back, there are some things that we would have prayed yeah. that are still having an effect in our lives wow. right now. And that's that's what I love about God is it that is. like none of those things. Are, so there's... um. I think it's in Revelations where mm -hmm. it talks about um, the there's like a the bowl where, which is the prayer of the saints. Yeah, and it's like our prayers are collected and collected and collected over time, and they're like an aroma that goes up to heaven, and it's just like mm. that is how valuable God sees our prayers as. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that is like it's what's coming out of our spirits and out of our souls to God. It's like He loves that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? That's why he wants, he doesn't want vain reps. He doesn't just want, you know, oh, standards. No, he wants really what is the essence and the scent and the aroma of you. Mm. You know? It's real, man. And I, I think that's actually something that God challenges throughout his word for us to grow out of this idea of letting our relationship with him become kind of like the devotion that people have to their dead and idol gods so, <laughs> do you know what i mean because literally i think we have to call it like call a spade a spade what yeah. separates our god and our faith from all of the false ideas and religions and ideologies that are out there that mm. that, that are based on gods that don't answer or do anything or have no life in the first place mm. like one of the things that actually separate or the the key thing that separates us is that our God is real. He's alive. Exactly. He speaks. He engages with us. And the engagement that he has with us isn't one where he seeks for us to just follow a set of weird routines for the sake of it. No. Like God is so wise. Even like as I'm just thinking about the some of the journey I've been going through in some of the Old Testament as well. And just the different things that were put in place for the children of Israel to do. Like do not marry, intermarry with these different people from this different place follow them mm. and marry with them and it will cause you to go after their gods and cause you to go into ruin like mm. there's even down to those little things god wasn't just being like some sort Extra. of racist do you know what i mean no but no. <laughs> every single thing about 
what he has established, the things he said, the different things he put in place, they all have purpose. And part of the bigger purpose is for us not to just fall in love with the routines or the, the instructions, but to continue engaging with the God and the Father who yeah. who is engaging with us, basically. That's so true. That's so true. And every and all the all the things that we've been given as commandments and things like that. Yeah. They're in a way there to protect that fellowship and protect yeah. that relationship because that's where our help comes from mm-hmm. you know if you feel like you're in a place with god where you can't come to him you're cutting yourself off from that help yeah yeah you know and that's the last thing that god wants because you can see it when adam and eve sinned that was the first thing that they did mm. they hid themselves from god mm-hmm. you know but actually god was there to support them to help them to restore that fellowship mm. that's real man <laughs> That's really good. So how do you think you get that balance between, you know, being consistent and being constant in prayer Mm. and vain repetitions and, you know, just speaking for the sake of speaking? I think just trying to almost humanize as weird of a word as that is because we're speaking about God but humanize mm. the, the conversation and mm. the the process of prayer because I think for me I when literally when I'm praying I'm I don't even always pray with my eyes closed most of the time my eyes are actually open oh um, really which challenges a lot of our Yeesh. I guess a lot of our where does it say concepts. in the bible that you should close your eyes Li- no literally Jesus lifted his eyes to heaven <laughs> literally honestly like the majority of the time my eyes are open and it's weird because I think when I first started doing it it felt weird because I was so used to closing my eyes for all yeah. those years even before I was saved but I think it in some senses has helped me to literally just remember God's in the room like mm. he is where I am he's listening mm. to me he's engaging with me and even as I pour out I just have to remember that I'm speaking to someone rather than thinking that I'm yeah, speaking to the air or I'm trying to do some sort of a ritual that has That's no meaning. Because um, I think even when you think about things like, so we've got a YouTube channel. For those that don't know, we record videos on YouTube. Uh, search Reason to Behold on YouTube, plug. Um, <laughs> but when you think about even that process, I think we've spoken about this off mic as well. Yeah, it, yeah. it can be a really weird thing, staring yeah. into a camera yeah. and recording content imagining that you're speaking to somebody else to someone or yeah. to, to a bunch of people who are going to eventually see it and in a, in some senses that can be actually likened to what prayer, to prayer. Can feel like yeah but i think one of the things that has helped even i guess me um and i think it may have helped you as well is thinking that as you're recording not thinking about the camera not thinking about content yeah. but thinking about the people you're actually speaking to and and yeah, I think in terms of prayer, that is literally one of the things that has really helped me is to just skip the idea of thinking about the process and just think about it as I'm actually speaking to another human being. And if I'm speaking to one of my friends, like there's no way that I'm going to come to them and just say certain, uh, say a list of certain things over and over, again. over and over again to tick a box or something like that. It's just not going to happen. It's not how conversation works. And I think it's also that thing of because what I found really helpful when we were making the content, yeah, is just pouring out your thoughts in your heart, yeah, you know, because yeah. that's really what it's about, right? Yeah. And that's what prayer is: is prayer is just you pouring out your heart and your thoughts, yeah, to God, 
Yeah. You know, and when you think about it that way, it takes all the pressure off. It's true, man. <laughs> I think my my YouTubing might actually <laughs> get better because <laughs> I've never actually thought about the similarities with that in prayer. Yeah. And I think it actually makes such a difference. Huge difference. Huge difference. What do you think are some of the things that might put people off of prayer? I think sometimes because you don't get what most people would say is like an audible or a tangible response. Mm. I think that can feel quite hard because I think that sometimes you feel like, does God really hear me? Is is he really responding? Mm. You know, and I think, and one of the things that I've really enjoyed um, about is Kenneth Hagen, right? Is that when he talks about hearing from God, he makes it so simple in terms of we need to remember that the Holy Spirit is inside of us. Mm-hmm. God, as Christians, God is in us. Mm. So we don't always need to be looking outside for response. Actually, we need to be checking inside for response. Mm. Actually, when you're praying and when you're saying things, like take that time to check inside because I feel like that's what can be quite discouraging because sometimes it can just feel like you're just talking and talking, but you're not really getting anything back. Yeah. But I found for me that when I'm talking and I'm checking on the inside, that's mm. where I find that help. Mm. And it doesn't, like sometimes I think God's going to be like, Dolu, this is what you need to <laughs> <laughs> But actually, it comes almost like, it's you know, they talk about the still small voice. Mm. You know, there's that gentle, like, you just have... You just get understanding, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes it sounds almost like your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. But then when you really think about it, you're like, I didn't know that, yeah. you know, I, that's not how I think. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And that's where prayer for me is really exciting because when you start to get those things coming through and you know that God is speaking back to you, mm. you know, I think that's really important. And I think actually something that can be helpful for that is if, because I feel like people also kind of struggle sometimes reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so as you're reading the Bible, the Bible is God's written word to us, yeah. but it's also living, you know, yeah, yeah. So as you're reading the Bible, pray and ask God for understanding. And you'll be surprised about how actually things start to speak to you more mm. you know, and things the word will start to speak to you. And I think for me, that's probably what I feel can be quite a struggle sometimes. Hmm. That's really good, man. And I think something like even going back to what you've just mentioned about the Bible, I think something that can trip us out is when we read scriptures and yeah. we memorize scriptures, it's almost like at times we can create an expectation for, okay, Moses was there, there was a burning bush, he heard a booming voice that basically told him, take off your slippers, you're stepping on holy ground. Mm, and mm, so mm. it's almost like we can fall into the expectation of thinking that, okay, that's the it's gonna be spectacular. I need to have. And yeah. it has to be as big and booming as that is. But um, the verse that I'm reminded of is in, I think it's 2 Corinthians, that speaks about how we're living epistles, mm. um, known and read of all men. And I think our lives are literally like the 67th and 68th book of the scriptures, mm-hmm. um, where everything about our day-to-day might not look exactly like what happens in the book of Matthew does not necessarily replicate everything that happened in Genesis. There's definitely links and there's definitely ways that the scripture reinforces itself through both books, but Mm. there's there's certain things that are completely different about the different lives that different people walked. Um, 
And I think it's the same with us in that we may not necessarily see it exactly in the same form and the same way. Mm. But I think that's the beauty about God is that he's not contained to repeat things in a particular way. He's He can, he can deli- do it how he's going to do it, deliver it how he's going to deliver it. Mm. And, I th- and I think that also is like we expect spectacular. Yeah. So we miss the supernatural because God is supernatural. Go say it again in case they huh? didn't hear it. Say it again in case they didn't hear it. <laughs> I said sometimes when we expect (laughs) (laughs) we are looking for and we are expecting the spectacular so like the burning bush that's spectacular but then we miss the supernatural Mm. and God is all about the supernatural like yeah he can be spectacular Mm -hmm. absolutely but in our day to day lives even the fact that we hear from God is a supernatural thing yeah and if we get too focused on you know the big burning bush and all that kind of stuff which will happen yeah sometimes we'll miss that little nudge that God has given you. Like how many times has it been like where God's like, there've been times where it's like, I'll call Arnold. I'll just have a thought. I should call Arnold. Yeah. And I call you. And that was that moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You say, this, this, and this is going on. I'm like, Oh, I didn't even know. I just, yeah. like, and that's supernatural because there's no way I could have known what was happening in that moment. Uh, that's really good, bro. So maybe some practical tips then on like so for the person who hasn't engaged in prayer for quite a long time or is struggling to engage in prayer with any frequency what are some tips that you'd say um i would say talk to god about the fact that you're struggling come on like so there was a there was a big period of time where like i struggled to pray like hard yeah and i'm god i'm struggling yeah like (laughs) I need I need help and it it wasn't like immediately it just lifted or anything like that Mm -hmm. but it was like as I came back consistently and just was like god I'm really struggling Mm -hmm. I'm struggling but this is how I feel you know it wasn't like I went and I prayed for like two or three hours or anything sometimes it's just like a minute of just lord I'm struggling I need your help Mm. or I want to connect with you but I'm struggling like Mm -hmm. help me so I would say if you're struggling, talk to God about it and be consistent with that. You know, mm. just that effort. It's just like, you know, if you're struggling with exercise, it's the consistency of doing it mm. that helps to get you out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just be consistent and be honest with God. Yeah, that's good. What would you, what would you say? I think I definitely agree with that. And I think also um, don't compare yourself in the area yeah. of other people. Because Love that. literally, even just that we've been we've been emphasizing throughout prayer is a very it's a conversation with God in a yeah. lot of ways. And if you think about conversations, we have so many differences in the way that we communicate throughout us as human beings. You have some people that will speak a much formal level of English, some people that speak Spanish, some people yeah. that do you get what I'm saying? There's so much yeah. variety between how we communicate with one another. Yep. <clears throat> so I think it would be a big encouragement not to make the mistake of comparing your your prayer communication with God um, with somebody else's. Agreed. And I think just to literally remember, if, if it helps to close your eyes, then close your eyes. Like, But just remember that whether you close your eyes, open your eyes, remember that God is in the room and he hears you. Or if you are praying outside, He's he's there as well and he's very present. And that's why I guess I said the thing about closing your eyes I wasn't even saying it in a reference to what we were saying earlier but it was more from the no, point no, of no. because you know you can't physically see him yeah maybe it might help 
to close your eyes. But, but I think I think it's a personal thing, right? Yeah, because literally. sometimes for me, when I'm trying to focus, because I can also be very easily distracted. Yeah. Right. So sometimes when I'm trying to focus, I will close my eyes because I know that okay. In this moment, I just really need to center myself, yeah. and I really need to just focus on talking to God. Yeah. And for me, that's why I close my eyes. Yeah. You yeah. know. But then, if I'm sometimes I'll do like a prayer walk where I'm walking around and I'm not closing my eyes for sure. Bro, pray like, when you're driving as well, bro. You don't close. Bro, your eyes. don't close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> for real, do not close your eyes when you're driving. Like, you will meet God in a different way. Like, that's, that's not what we're saying. But it's like it's actually there's no rules to yeah, it. Yeah. You know, like if you feel like with your eyes open helps you, open your eyes. Yeah. If you feel like with your eyes closed helps you, then then close your eyes. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And I think the other thing I would also add, just as a bonus point, is if you're not already doing so, spend time regularly reading the scriptures mm. and have the underlying question of what can I learn about God and his personality, his heart, his nature through what I'm reading. Mm. and I think because that's something that's helped me a lot even in terms of prayer because it's through the scriptures that we get to know God a mm. lot more because we get to mm. see how he operated in different times mm. and you know ask questions to, to help or to even ask questions that the Holy Spirit will help us answer For so real. that we can For know real. God better on a personal level and I think as you grow in that personal understanding of who God is it makes the communication flow a lot better because like sure. just as one practical example when you read the scriptures and you recognize that god isn't just waiting there with a lightning bolt to strike us the minute we get things wrong mm. it liberates you and it helps you know that you know so what true. if i don't pray with a particular form and maybe i speak slang or my english isn't great or whatever language i speak isn't great in the way i communicate to god he's not going to strike me with lightning and in fact mm. if anything he delights in the fact that i've come to him and mm. like James says, draw near to God and he'll draw near to he'll you. Draw near to you. That drawing near when we pray in, in that place of prayer is not necessary. It is something, sorry. It is something that actively takes a step closer to God. And he always responds. No matter how big or how perfect that step may look, he always mm. responds. Mm. And that's the thing. He's not looking for perfection because what does that even really mean, right? Yeah. Because, you know, people can people can talk big about God yeah but actually it could just be vain repetitions yeah 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 you know and that's why i liked what you said about not comparing yourself because you don't actually really know what that person's walk is like with god yeah you know like when it when you know that story about um when jesus was at the temple and he was looking at the offerings mm. Right, and he was seeing the people who were giving lots of money, yeah. and the widow with her two mites. Yeah. He was saying, actually, the widow gave more. Yeah. Or where there's the story actually about prayer, about the publican and the tax yes. collector, or one of them's like a Pharisee or something. Yeah. And one guy's like beating his chest, and yeah. like, you know, they they were two very different expressions of prayer, mm. but one was actually more acceptable than the other. Example. You know, so that's where for me the comparison. You never really know you know someone's authenticity or anything like that mm. only god knows that so that's why kind of having your own relationship and your own conversation mm. and focusing on that i think is key that's good that is real good and i think that is real good to wrap up Sounds thank good. you guys thank you guys for listening to another episode of the reason to behold podcast for those that don't know we're on instagram you can find us there at reason to behold we're on facebook at reason to behold we also have a youtube channel if you missed it when i said it before check it out we are at reason to behold there too
<laughs> locked up the whole thing. Locked Literally it up locked it all down. Um, and if you're the kind of person that maybe wants some 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 content that you can read, www.reasontobehold.com. And I think, yeah, like just get at us. Find us on all platforms, Instagram for the extras. And keep it locked because we'll be back with another one. See you in two weeks. Bye.